the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast. Zach Ertz, anytime touchdown. Good call there, Lundy, yesterday on the pod. And how about Tom Terrific? Holy mackerel, you want to talk about a nip-and-tuck wager. If you got it on the over .5 rush yards, I was a winner-winner chicken dinner. Though I did see some of the books paid out on the over one-and-a-half. One of the books, uh, legal sportsbooks out there, rescinded it, unfortunately, which I thought was a dirty move. Uh, but those kneel downs at the end uh, proved costly for those that were on the over one and a half. Uh, but for those of us that locked it in at .5 rush yards, oh, it was a glorious victory by the skin of our teeth as he finished with four attempts and one yard. And if you noticed on that last kneel down, Lundy, uh, he was leaning just ever so slightly forward to ensure that we would get a positive result. So... Uh, Tom did us a solid on that one. Yeah, absolutely. It was almost like there was like a breeze at his back, and he was like, whoa, I'm losing my balance. Oh, I fell forward. Uh, well, he is an old I man. Sitting, you know, so. I was sitting there watching the uh, kneel downs, and then I saw the box score, the final box score, and I went, okay, somebody can't do math. Uh, right. Because it was a three-yard gain and three kneel downs. I'm pretty sure, carry the one, that's a net zero. Uh, but they gave us a yard. Those of us that had the over uh, a half yard loved that one. But yes, my man, Ertz, so good last night, getting us at plus 225 for an anytime touchdown. Yeah, we were idiots not to take a Jalen Hurts uh, anytime touchdown of our own at plus 150. I debated it, didn't include the pod yesterday, and now I feel sad. So <laughs> let's go ahead and turn those Browns upside down. Uh, on a five-leg college football parlay, uh, you know that the junior circuit has been very unkind to your boy in his bankroll, but I'm going to get back in the saddle here. Why? Because DraftKings offered me a 50% profit boost on a five-legger, so I said, why the hell not? Uh, so here we go. Uh, Michigan State money line against Indiana on the road. Uh, the unblemished Spartans, I think, are going to take care of business against the Hoosiers uh, with Penix not close to 100%. Uh, though that Indiana defense is suddenly stiffened. Give me Virginia on the money line at home against the Dukies, baby. Uh, Duke giving up over 430 total yards of offense to the opposition. Uh, Virginia not really standing up anybody in their own right, but uh, they have the better quarterback and will get the win straight up. Give me North Carolina straight up uh, against Miami. Uh, now employing backup quarterbacks for the rest of the season as De'Ara King uh, went under the knife. He is done for the year. Uh, but give me Sam Howell and company to hold home court there and just win straight up. So Tar Heels, winner, winner, hopefully chicken dinner against the Canes. Give me the under on 47. This is an alt line on Purdue and Iowa. Uh, Iowa, I mean, their defense is blanketing, suffocating, just putting a stranglehold on the opposition. Purdue can put up some yards, but Iowa is a war of attrition, scoring points for that team. Really, the defense uh, has been the impetus for putting crooked numbers on the scoreboard. So I think the 47 under will prevail. And last, Boise State at home on the Smurf turf against Air Force. Uh, I've got Boise just to win straight up on the money line. Uh, Bachmeyer, I think, is going to take care of business uh, vertically against Air Force. So Air Force has been relatively stout defending the pass. And, uh, you know, those Boise State Broncos are going to have to buck up in the trenches against that wishbone style that Air Force loves to run. So, again, Michigan State, straight up. Virginia, straight up. North Carolina, straight up. Purdue, Iowa, under 47. And on the late night tip, Boise State, 
uh, defends their home turf and wins straight up against Air Force. That, my friend, with the 50% profit boost if you opt in at DraftKings, a cool plus 768. Uh, Who screws it up for me? Uh, I'm going to say you're going to get hosed in the over under in Purdue, Iowa somehow. I, Mm. I, and here's why, Brad, I have been getting my ass handed to me when I try to do totals in college football this season. I don't know why. I don't know what it is that is completely hosing me up with totals. Uh, but I have had everything from, you know, missed extra points, which sounds like I'm talking about the NFL, uh, to <laughs> weird field goals. I, I just whatever, for whatever reason, I have just I hate totals in college football over the course of the last three or four weeks. So I don't know. Maybe I just think that you're like, I'm just like I, my bad mojo is going to fall off uh, and land on your shoulders. Well, and more than likely it's going to be the case. Uh, so if you just straight up fade the noise and do the opposite of all those selections you're probably going to win at like 20 to 1 odds right there you have it. Well, look, this is why we're going to get to the NFL right now. That's where we actually make some money with the exception of last night. Uh, but plenty of opportunities to get back on track. Let's do this on a football Friday with another edition of the Fade Five. Number five. All right, let's go to the Rams and Giants matchup. And I'm going to focus in on Daryl Henderson and not rush attempts, not rush yards, but receiving yards. And I'm going to take the over at 15 and a half. Minus 110 at Caesars Sportsbook. Now, this has come down from an open of 17 and a half, and I think it is a tremendous value, Lundy. Look at what Daryl Henderson has done through the air this season in four games played. 17 receiving yards, 29, 27, and 17 again. So he has sailed past this proposed total. He's averaging 19. 18.8 routes run per contest, two and a half receptions per game, and the 22 and a half receiving yards per game. And the Giants have allowed five plowshares to go over this number this season. So a minus 110 at Caesar Sportsbook on that 15 and a half over for Daryl Henderson receiving yards. Feeling mighty confident on that one. Fade or follow. You know, you got to feel good. Uh, well, I mean, maybe, or you realize that you aren't as smart as you think you are, but you got to <laughs> feel good when a line starts out at a particular number and you're yeah. thinking over and then the line comes down to yeah. give you a little bit of a cushion. Um, I like this just because of, uh, again, I'm trying to follow the volume as best I can. And if, if Henderson is going to keep running that many routes, uh, you know, eventually you're not a decoy, right? I mean, eventually the routes turn into targets, targets turn into the catches, the catches turn into the yards. That's what you're going to hope for here. A little transitive property of math those of mm. you that still remember wow. that yeah. um and uh, my mother was a math teacher that that crap's just tattooed in my brain <laughs> um so i i think that this is one that I love the fact that it has come down. So occasionally, Brad, we tell folks to jump on things early, like we talked about the half a yard for Tom Brady. But sometimes if you wait a little bit, you might be able to double up. And that's the opportunity here over 15 and a half. I like this. Make some dollars with Daryl. Number four. All right, let's go to the matchup uh, between the unblemished Arizona Cardinals. Uh, and they are traveling to Seatown along the shores of Lake Erie to take on the Cleveland Browns. And we got some COVID issues with Arizona, they're one more positive uh, test away from entering all the various protocols, which puts the, this matchup in a precarious position. Uh, but regardless, I love Kareem Hunt in this game. I love Nick Chubb, too. But rub-a-dub-dub, Nick Chubb, uh, it is way too much money 
uh, uh, to shell out on the juice for an anytime touchdown. Not so much for his tag team partner there in that backfield. And I think Kareem Hunt is going to, you know, lay the elbow from the top of the rope here. Minus 110 for an anytime touchdown. Now, truth be told, this open at plus 110 at FanDuel is now swung into the minus territory. And I still like the value here because uh, all these running backs do, they just scored touchdowns uh, repeatedly. You look at Kareem Hunt. Uh, he has scored a TD in four of five games and, uh, and a player that's getting, you know, ample opportunity share, 42.2% of it. Uh, that shakes out to 14.4 touches per game. You look at Arizona, no Chandler Jones in the trenches. So it really weakens uh, this defensive front overall. And you look at uh, what they have allowed from a fantasy perspective. They've been kind of bend, don't break. But you break it down through the numerics at a yards per carry basis and they have been extremely generous, giving a 5.14 YPC to the running back position. So I think Chubb finds the end zone, but I'm not willing to pay the minus 175. Uh, but I am willing to slap the wall at a minus 110 because I think Hunt will do the same. Fade or follow, Kareem Hunt, another dream scenario for Kareem. Uh, anytime touchdown, minus 110 at FanDuel against Arizona. He's our running back version in 2021, Brad, of Chris Carter. All he does is score touchdowns. That's right. Uh, right. That's what that's what Kareem Hunt does. So you follow it. Yes, I loved the fact that it was at plus money earlier this week. Um, but even at a minus 110, I, I'll, I'll pay that juice. I'm more than happy to do that because I think Hunt definitely finds the end zone in this game. Again, not worth paying it for Chubb, but it's right there for you for Hunt. And he's just as likely to find uh, six points as anybody else. So, yeah, take it. Pay a little bit of juice, even if you're a little behind on the plus odds, because this is going to be, I think, another splash six cash the ticket. Yeah, Kareem should make you some cold, hard cash. Number three. All right, Lenny, let's go to the wide receiver position. And, you know, this is something that uh, we told people, we foreshadowed this would be coming. Uh, I am taking the over because this thing has been a printing press. Uh, just spitting out $100 bills out of the ATM. That is Jamar Chase over longest catch, and it's 26 and a half yards. Now, uh, full disclosure, I got this at 25 and a half when it opened, but even even with the uptick by Un Yard, uh, I still think uh, it is going to cash here in the end. Why? Well, Jamar Chase has been over this in every single game this season. He's done it six times, as a matter of fact. Uh, you got Amani Arurarie, if I pronounce that correctly, uh, that he's going to go toe-to-toe against now. Uh, Arurarie has given up a 10.5 yards per catch mark to his assignments. But you look at Chase. Uh, he is number eight in total air yards, number three in total deep, deep targets. He's averaging two uh, targets of 20-plus yards per game. And you look at Detroit as a collective, they've given up 9.96 pass yards per attempt. So you pull it all together, and I think Chase will have probably a 30-yarder in this game, spun by the hand of Joe Burrow. So fade or follow, Jamar Chase over 26.5 yards on the longest catch against the Hello Kitties of Detroit. Pull this one from DraftKings at minus 115. <laughs> That's the printing press in my basement, Brad. Uh, And I may or may not be printing money. Uh, When it comes to longest catch, look, in bonus time yesterday, I told you to take it on Antonio Brown. He did it exactly on the nose. We got it with the hook. He was at 22 and a half. Antonio's longest catch, 23. Cha-ching. That was one of the ones I threw out in bonus time yesterday. Uh, We obviously cashed him on the over with his yards, but we also cashed him on the longest catch. Uh, Jamar Chase is in this boat. Henry Ruggs is in this boat. Uh, you, You even mentioned it, and I agree with you marquise brown is usually in this boat but we're a little bit leery of the game uh upcoming this weekend but jamar 
this is what he does. He catches long passes. Yeah. Um, and so I know that it went up by a yard. I unfortunately did not get it at the 25 and a half. I jumped on it here at the 26 and a half, but I still agree with you. Um, some of these longest receptions, these are find yourself those three or four players, the guys that Brad and I have been talking about and just keep going. Because even if you miss one week, trust me, they'll turn around and do it the next week. No doubt about it. Stick around for our top plays in week six of the NFL season and bonus time. Number two. Oh, back to the player props and a man where a perfect storm is gathering right now over the nation's capital for the visiting Patrick Mahomes. Oh, my homies, uh, you know, just uh, your rudimentary sneakerhead uh, looking to get the employee discount. If you've seen the commercial, one of his better acting jobs, by the way, uh, in that State Farm ad uh, makes me chuckle every single time. Give me the over on two and a half past TDs for the money man himself uh, there against the fight in footballs. Minus 118 at Bet MGM. I think Mahomes is going to turn nuclear in this game, Lundy. He's actually been over this in four or five contests this season. He's got a pair of 300-yard games, though. He's tucked under 300 yards in three consecutive outings. Uh, that will change this week. Why? Well, the fight in footballs are the friendliest matchup on paper of any secondary in the league, giving up 7.73 pass yards per attempt, 301.4 pass yards per game, and three quarterbacks have logged four touchdowns vertically against this secondary this season. Uh, Mahomes' is adjusted completion percentage is up compared to last year. His total air yards are down. And we hope that Tyree Kill is going to be 100%. But uh, I think the reason why his numbers have suffered here these last three games. He faced the Chargers, the Eagles, and the Bills. are very respectable secondaries. Uh, that adjective you cannot apply to WF. So, uh, in the end, I, I think Patrick Mahomes, this could be like a four or five touchdown game, 350-plus yards. Hell, I'll take the over as well. A little early bonus time uh, on his rush yards as well at 17 and a half. It, it is going to be a spectacular showing for him. So, fade or follow the former MVP, Patty Mahomes, over 2.5 passing touchdowns, minus 118 at BetMGM. We're out here handing out Oscars to Patrick Mahomes for his commercials. You know, <laughs> come on, pump the brakes, man. Pump the brakes. Um, I'll tell you what. I will I will follow on this one just because of how completely putrid Washington's pass defense is. 14 touchdowns allowed over the course of the first five games. You already talked about the guys that have gone over this number. Uh, they're giving up uh, uh, way, way too many yards, uh, way too many opportunities. I love the over on the rush prop, by the way. Thank you for throwing that out in bonus time because if you didn't, I would have yep. uh, because they are going to abuse uh, Washington this weekend. This is a team, I think, that is frustrated that with all their hype, with their odds to win the Super Bowl, win the AFC, all of those kinds of things, now in the standings, they're looking up at those Chargers, and I don't think they're very happy about it. So I think that eventually Andy Reid's going to right the ship. He's got plenty of time to be able to do it, but I think part of that turn for them is going to happen here on the road against a Washington team that cannot slow them down. That's right. Hey, look, you may not have the acting chops of Baker Mayfield, but Patrick Mahomes, he's got to make you some money. Number one. All right, last but certainly not least, my favorite bet on the board this weekend, juggernaut Javante Williams blasted off into the galaxy like the Shatner and the penis rocket. And uh, I'm rather aroused by this uh, proposition because it's uh, only 42 and a half rush yards 
uh, on the over at minus 115 at Caesars Sportsbook, and I think he is going to crush this, Lundy. It's only a matter of time before he overtakes and gets a lion's share of the touches from Melvin Gordon. It is still a strict platoon, a near dead even 50-50 split, but Javante Williams has been comfortably doing this even with the limited workload. He's been over in four or five games, uh, and a little early buried his time on him as well. I'll take over 14 and a half yards for his longest run. Uh, which he has done in three of five contests. And you look at Vegas, maybe just slightly distracted by some of the events tied to John Gruden that unfolded over the week. But Vegas, even if uh, Chucky were still on the sidelines, a good riddance, uh, Gruden, uh, they are extremely susceptible in the trenches as Vegas is giving up 4.45 yards per carry, 135.4 total yards per game, seven combined touchdowns to the running back position. Javante is RB 14 in the act per attempt and has forced the third most missed tackles of any running back in the NFL. Give him the ball more Shermer for the love of God. Fader follow juggernaut Javante over 42.5 rush yards minus 115 at Caesar Sportsbook. Well, Brad, as you know, I sit here in the Mile High City, and there are many of us, uh, myself included, that want to know why Pat Shermer was allowed on the plane uh, back <laughs> from the last game uh, after what was just an absolutely putrid um, uh, uh, play calling effort on his part. So I am going to hope that they can write the ship. I would really enjoy that, as a matter of fact. And the only way that they're going to do that is to run the GD ball. Uh, and I love this prop. I think this is way too low for Williams. He's been over it in all but one game so far this season. Good call on the longest rush. And I'm going to throw one more early bonus time in. He's a plus 180 for an anytime touchdown. Uh, in the first home game of the season after the Broncos started out their first two on the road, he scored. I think he scores on the ground again this Sunday. So I'm going to take him for an anytime touchdown at plus 180 as well. I love that one. Great call there, Lundy. All right. It is bonus time. What else you got on your betting card? I'm sure it's at least a half dozen picks. Well, I'm going to try to minimize it. We'll have some fun on Twitter with folks over the weekend. We'll try to get some picks out there uh, for you. But uh, in terms of uh, some Friday night college football, I have sucked. I mentioned this when we started the (laughs) podcast. I have been awful when it comes to the totals, but I don't know how. Cal and Oregon get to 55 tonight. I just don't see it. Oregon's dealing with some injuries. Cal's going to want to run the ball. I don't know that there's going to be enough possessions between these two teams for them to get up and over. So I am going to comp- I'm going to try, fingers crossed, to actually do something right in college football and I'm going to take the under on a total of 54 tonight between Cal and Oregon. Two hockey picks for you on the money line. I like the Flyers in their season opener. I also like the Minnesota Wild which is a stretch for me because as an Avs fan I can't stand the Wild but I'm picking them uh, on the money line tonight and then Brad last week we threw out a three-legger in the NFL that paid us at a plus 186. So here are three NFL over totals that I like this weekend. Let's start with Green Bay and Chicago over 44. Indian Houston over 43 and a half. Minnesota and Carolina over 45 and a half. I will take all three of those totals. You can do them individually. You can parlay them together. Whatever you fancy. I guess it depends (laughs) on how many drinks you've had that particular morning. But I'm going to try to see in my bonus time if I can get right with my totals. Yeah, I like that quite a bit. All right, I got three additional player props uh, that I'm going to toss out there. James Robinson, you need an excuse to get up at the cock-a-doodle-doo hour uh, for another London game. Battle of the Sunshine State being played across the pond. Uh, James Robinson over uh, 
72 and a half rush yards against those not so fighting fish as Miami has allowed 4.59 yards per carry, 169.6 total yards per game, and eight combined touchdowns to the running back position. Robinson, who has set the pace in yak per attempt, he's forced a missed tackle close to 24% of the time. Uh, I think he's got to flirt with 100 yards, so anything in you know low to mid-70s, I feel, is a gift on that rush yards prop. Uh, give me the over on Austin Eckler, 4.5 catches. Uh, in his matchup against Baltimore, you look at Eckler, uh, he's averaging five targets per game. He's been over in three of four contests on this number. Uh, and uh, you look at uh, the Ravens, uh, they give it up six receptions per game at the running back position. So I think it's at least a five-catch game for the pride of Western State. Uh, one more, too. Give me the over on Miles Gaskin going back to Jellyhood, England. 21 and a half receiving yards. Uh, he's been over this in a couple of games this season. He's coming off the 10 catch, 74 yard effort uh, against Tampa. And uh, you look at Jacksonville, a handful of running backs have gone over this total, and uh, you've got a ton of injuries as well in the wide receiver room. So with Tua Tagovailoa likely back under center, I think Miles Gaskin at 21 and a half receiving yards way too low. I think it's a minimum of 26 uh, receiving yards for the former. Washington Husky. And that's it. A wrap on this edition on a football Friday of the Fade the Noise podcast. Please follow Lenny on Twitter at Nate Lenny. Follow me there at Noisy Huevos. Drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly? And as always, until next time, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the Noise.